Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're doing business in an app-driven, multi-cloud world. You want to build and run your apps on your choice of clouds, and you need to manage all those clouds as easily as one. With VMware cross-cloud services, you've got options. That's because VMware delivers the multi-cloud choice, security, and control you need to accelerate innovation, deliver great apps, and drive business forward. VMware, the smarter way to cloud. Learn more at VMware.com. Business today looks nothing like it did yesterday. While it's more unpredictable, its possibilities are endless. At ADP, turning unpredictability into an advantage is what we do. Using data-driven insights, we design HR solutions to help businesses work better, smarter, so they can think beyond today and find even more success tomorrow. HR, time, talent, benefits, payroll. ADP, always designing for people. All right, The Root, The Root, The Root's on fire. Welcome, everybody. Wayne out The Root. We're on Unfiltered on USA Radio Network, coming to you from the house that Root built here in Las Vegas, Nevada. I want to open the show. There's so much to talk about, but I like to put in order of what I think is significant or interesting or unique or funny. And and this is all of the above. There's two two news items that prove the insanity of liberalism, the insanity of the Democrat Party, and the insanity of Democrats who are either black or their entire life is uh, is guilt-ridden about black people and slavery in America. Let's start with number one, radical Democrat congresswoman Sheila Jackson, Democrat of Texas, introduces a bill to make white people criticizing black people a federal offense. You heard me, a federal offense if you criticize black people. Race baiting for the left never takes a day off, but this gives new meaning. This is a new level of race baiting. So Congressman Sheila Jackson is so dumb, so ignorant, so blinded by racial hatred, she can't even see that the bill she's proposing is racial hatred. She wants to stop racial hatred, and all she does is spew racial hatred. It's it's really quite amazing. So her bill, let's get to the meat of it. Hold on, i got to get to the right page with the meat of it. So she says, uh, political criticism by white people against minorities should now become a federal crime. Uh, I, I don't even know what to say. Uh, the bill proposes that a white person who vilifies any non-white person and has their words end up on social media accessible, meaning they could be read, they can be read by persons who are predisposed to engaging in any action in furtherance of a white supremacy-inspired hate crime would would themselves be committing a federal crime. So if Wayne Root writes or says that Sheila Jackson is insane and is dumb as a doorknob and is racist and hates white people and the bill she's proposing is absurd and racist in and of itself and then that those words by Wayne Root appear on social media and they are read by someone she considers to be a white supremacist I'm guilty of a federal crime these people prove one thing and these people meaning Democrats prove one thing and one thing only They all have hatred on their mind 24 hours a day. They want to silence us. They want to beat us into submission. They'd stick us in a gulag if they could, if they could change the rules in America. And they're working on it. 
they would come for us and they would drag us away in the middle of the night like the Nazis, like the Soviets, like the East Germans, like the Cubans, like the Venezuelans. They would drag the opposition away in the middle of the night and they would torture us. They would beat us. They would make us do horrid things. They do horrid things to us. And then we'd either be killed, hung, shot by firing squad, put into an electric chair. Who knows what they would do to us? Or they'd let us go after they've taken all our property away. They are truly communists. Now, and communists are always tyrants and dictators who think their way is the only way and everyone else must be silenced. This is them, the Democrat Party. And then number two, this is really amazing. In San Francisco, they're proposing perhaps $5 million if you're black. San Francisco has a bold reparations plan to consider. So I read the headline. I didn't get into the meat of it. So I got to get into the meat of it. So um, San Francisco is a 47-square-mile city, home to more than 60 billionaires, 7,000 homeless people, 40% of whom are black, despite black people representing only 5% of the population. So what causes homelessness? What causes racism? What causes a, a crappy life? I guess if you're black, I guess it's being in a town that's all white and liberal and Democrat and rich. Uh, but remember, up until his assassination in 68, Martin Luther King argued that you should see people not for the color of their skin, but for their talent level. And we're going in the exact opposite direction. So the Board of Supervisors of San Francisco, <clears throat> they've got a draft proposal. The San Francisco African-American Reparations Advisory Committee presented to the city. <clears throat> and the Board of Supervisors created the committee also called AARAC, ARAC, in December 2020. And it allows, uh, the board's legislation was also narrow, allowing city leaders to reject or ignore the committee's work. And what happens next will show whether San Francisco politicians are serious about confronting the city's checkered past or simply pretending to be. So California was never a slave state. Slaveholders were protected there, and uh, the committee's research suggests that segregation, systemic oppression, and racial prejudice born from the institution of slavery had a profound impact on San Francisco's evolution. So even though there was no slavery in San Francisco and there was no slavery in California, they're trying to make the case that slavery had a big impact on all the people there. It's so bizarre because you're talking back 200 years, 250 years, 300 years. The AARC chair, Eric McConnell, said, If you look at San Francisco, it's very much a tale of two cities. Centuries of harm and destruction of black lives, black bodies, and black communities should be met with centuries of repair. The AARAC's draft proposal includes a number of financial recommendations, but there's one that will get everybody talking. They call for a one-time lump sum reparation payment of $5 million to each eligible recipient. And that would cover the economic and opportunity losses that black San Francisco's have endured as a result of both intentional and unintended harms perpetrated by city policy to qualify for these five million dollar payments. So in America now, because a person's black, you make them rich. I've never had five million dollars at one time in my whole life. They would just hand you five million dollars. I'm sure it's tax free too. Uh, to qualify, you've got to be 18 years old. 
and have been identified as black or African-American on public documents for 10 years, you have to be you have to prove you were born in San Francisco between 1940 and 1996, have resided in San Francisco for at least 13 years and be someone or the direct descendant of someone incarcerated during the war on drugs. Ah, now I get it. So if you're a black drug dealer or the son or daughter of a black drug dealer or the grandson or granddaughter of a black drug dealer, it's society's fault and you deserve $5 million. Now you don't have to sell drugs. Don't worry about it. None of you ever have to sell crack ever again because we're going to just hand you all the profits that grandpa would have made if they didn't put him in jail for selling crack. Wow. What a country we live in. If you're black, you get $5 million in San Francisco just for being black and being born in San Francisco. Boy, this must be King's I Have a Dream speech right there. I have a dream. If only someone would hand me $5 million for being born black in America. Wow. What a country. It's a country we all need to leave fast. Get the hell out of Dodge. Because this ain't my country. I'm not going to live in this country where it's a crime. If you criticize black people, you go to jail. And black people get $5 million a pop for being black. It's funny. I grew up a poor white kid. And everyone I knew was white and lower middle class. They had no money and no breaks in life. And none of the kids I ever grew up with have ever gone as far as me. I'm the only one who has you know, radio, TV, books, best-selling books, newspaper columns. You name it. Businesses. Everyone I grew up with has basically nothing. They've worked their whole lives. And no one ever gave them a damn thing. And they're all white. What this is is an outrage. What this is is a backstabbing. It's a knife in the back of every white person in America who is born middle class or lower middle class or blue collar. It's a joke. Absolute joke. And speaking of, of jokes, uh, Davos in Switzerland right now, they're having the global elites have all gathered for the uh, World Economic Forum in Davos, Switzerland. And those elites are there to talk about poor people and climate change, and they all landed in private jets. All the airports around Davos, they're so full, they don't know where to put all the private jets. Hundreds and hundreds of private jets with their owners, filthy rich people who fly private jets, talking about climate change. Do you understand the joke of it all? And talking about how to help poor people. It's their liberal policies that made everyone poor. And oh, by the way, they've come up with a new name. The World Economic Forum invents a new word to describe the extreme chaos gripping our planet. 2,658 of the world's decision makers are gathered in Davos for the annual meeting of the World Economic Forum. They're protected by literally thousands of police officers and soldiers. And they're going to spend the whole week at the most elite parties and elite dinners and elite nightclubs. And I'm sure they're all going to get laid, excuse my language. But everyone there is probably having sex with hookers and strippers. And they brought along the world's most beautiful escorts, I'm sure. Uh, it's just a joke. These are heads of state, business royalty, actual royalty, media honchos, and academics. And I'm trying to find the word. I'm trying to find it. Oh, and all roads to the conference have checkpoints, fingerprint scanners to verify identities. No one's ever seen anything like it. 5,000 soldiers provided to protect the elite people of the world who are going to tell you and I what to do for the rest of our lives. What a joke. I, I can't find yet what they... Oh, here it is. 
Uh, they're, they're referring to everything going on in the world today as a perfect storm, and they're using the word polycrisis to identify 20 crises going on at the same time. We're all involved in polycrisis. All right, Wayne Alaroot, the root, the root, the root's on fire. And I'm on fire about Davos and the uh, World Economic Forum. What a joke. There's also something weird going on at the World Economic Forum, because if, if the, assuming this information is right, I've seen two separate articles and a tweet from people in the know saying that um, the World Economic Forum is run by Klaus Schwab and he has opted out of this year's event. He will not be attending. He's talking about having an illness. And George Soros was supposed to be the star speaker. And he opted out and dropped out of Davos. And he won't be speaking. So if you've got the two most powerful or two of the most powerful billionaires in the world who both represent the enemies, in my opinion, of America and represent the World Economic Forum, I mean, Exhibit A and B would be Klaus Schwab and George Soros. And they both dropped out at the last minute. Uh, Soros cited some sort of competing uh, situation developed. And the other guy, Klaus, cited uh, illness. And I mean, it's his event. The world's elite get together, almost 3,000 of them, for Klaus Schwab, to see Klaus Schwab, to hear Klaus Schwab. And he's opting out of his own event. And Soros is opting out. Very strange. Something is up. Something's going on. And I don't even want to venture a guess. I mean, I, I don't even I, I don't even know other than some sort of a, a threat against the lives of the people there, perhaps. V- Vladimir Putin, perhaps, threatening to attack uh, the people there, I don't know, there's 5,000 soldiers guarding them. So somehow, I don't think they have to be afraid of that. And number two, can you imagine if the guy who runs the whole thing, Klaus Schwab, backs out because he's afraid of some sort of terrorist attack. But but meanwhile, he leaves the 3,000 attendees to go without him. I mean, it just it, that doesn't make any sense. So I don't know what's going on. Well, maybe, maybe they're both sick with COVID. Who the hell knows? They probably both took 22 vaccines. And they're probably both uh, sick as hell. Their immune systems are gone. Who knows? But it's just odd to... To hear that uh, Sch- uh, Klaus Schwab and George Soros have opted out of the World Economic Forum event at Davos, Switzerland this week, but almost 3,000 other of the world's billionaires are there with their private jets and their hypocritical views about climate change. They, they use up more in one jet flight to go screw their girlfriends on the side, their hookers, all over the world than I do an entire lifetime of driving my old-fashioned car. I mean, it's just such a joke. Sponsor of this segment of the show is Great Patriot Store. It's a website. It's greatpatriotstore.com. It's an online store. It's owned by patriotic, freedom-loving people. And uh, I just love it. This is the answer to inflation. Hundreds of the household products you're already buying and already using, but much better quality at far lower prices, all made in the USA by a company run by conservatives and patriots, greatpatriotstore.com. They're cleaning products, much safer for your children because they don't have any toxic chemicals. And now this uh, SOB, son of a butcher, Wayne Alaroot, is uh, is. Happy and proud and and honored to announce that they have bought their own ranch and their own meat processing facility. Their beef is humanely raised in open-spaced green pastures right here in the USA and never, ever given any hormones or antibiotics. Their beef's the highest quality anywhere, never sold in any stores, exclusively available only to their members. Like a Costco or Sam's Club, you need to become a member, so go to greatpatriotstore.com. Fill out the form and someone will contact you and make it really easy for you to sign up. Greatpatriotstore.com. Um. All right. Uh, President uh, Biden's brain fog strikes again. Uh, he is just always up on that stage humiliating us. He's an old man with no mind left. He was at a celebration today of Martin Luther King Day. He said he would sing happy birthday to uh, it is Andrea, the wife of Martin Luther King, the third. 
And then Biden started singing the song, but forgot her name. Uh, he sings happy birthday to Arn Drea Waters King, but forgets her name entirely. Uh, just simple stuff that happens every day with a president who doesn't know where he is. No one appreciated Trump. Trump didn't forget anyone's name. Trump was a great host. Trump was a great uh, representative for America. Trump, anywhere he traveled in the world, it was, oh, my God, it's the billionaire celebrity Donald Trump who's president of the United States. Everyone loved him. Everyone wanted to meet him. And now you got this loser, this loser. And by the way, experts say China got their money's worth. China donated tens of millions of dollars to the Penn Biden Center where the classified documents were found. Chinese sources donated tens of millions of dollars and there were classified documents right there in his desk in his office at the University of Penn where all that money came from China. Uh, the center, which is owned by the University of Pennsylvania, has received numerous anonymous donations, including a $14 million gift in 2018 when the documents were allegedly still stored in Biden's civilian office. In total, they've got over $30 million in donations. And they get foreign money, they get Chinese money, they get Saudi Arabian money, and they get anonymous money, which is probably all Chinese money. Maybe even Mexican drug cartel money. Why do you think the border is wide open? This guy's getting bribes to leave that border wide open. And that helps China, too, because China manufactures all the fentanyl. So when you get the fentanyl across the border, China gets rich, as well as the Mexican drug cartel. Our country's bought and paid for, folks. Just admit it. We'll be right back. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home Internet. It's the real home Internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of Ookla Speed Test Intelligence Data Q3 2022 in Cox serviceable areas. Learn more at cox.com slash Internet. You're doing business in an app-driven, multi-cloud world. You want to build and run your apps on your choice of clouds, and you need to manage all those clouds as easily as one. With VMware cross-cloud services, you've got options. That's because VMware delivers the multi-cloud choice, security, and control you need to accelerate innovation, deliver great apps, and drive business forward. VMware, the smarter way to cloud. Learn more at VMware.com. Business today looks nothing like it did yesterday. While it's more unpredictable, its possibilities are endless. At ADP, turning unpredictability into an advantage is what we do. Using data-driven insights, we design HR solutions to help businesses work better, smarter, so they can think beyond today and find even more success tomorrow. HR, time, talent, benefits, payroll. ADP, always designing for people. All right, Wayne Ella Ruth, 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 Ruth's on fire. Back here on USA Radio Network, coming up in about 25 minutes, Lindell TV. And we've got a new placement on Lindell TV 1 to announce in the next few days. Uh, our show will continue to be on Lindell 2 and on Lindell 1 and on Real America's Voice TV Network and on Brighteon TV and on USA TV. So lots of great stuff, lots of great Exposure and platforms for uh, the Wayne Allen Root War message, which is the MAGA America First Trump message and the conservative warrior message. We're getting it out there. Global Healing is the sponsor of this segment of the show. They sign the front of the check so you get to listen for free. So thank Global Healing. You know how much I believe in natural holistic methods for healing. I've talked about this for years on my shows. 
Now I'm excited to tell you about a sponsor that will help transform your life. Global Healing is an advanced natural wellness company that's been around for over 25 years. It's spearheaded by Dr. Group, who has been gracious enough to share 25 plus years of knowledge and research in an online course that will have the latest cutting edge advanced natural protocols he has used as a wellness advisor for the world's top billionaires, influencers, celebrities, and Hollywood stars, including he was an advisor for President Donald J. Trump in his first term. This course is the key to having more energy, vitality, and health. Gain the tools and knowledge necessary to activate your body's own self-healing mechanisms and eliminate the root cause of disease and protect your family, protect your children. Get a 30% discount on this online course today by visiting globalhealing.com slash war, globalhealing.com slash war for Wayne Allen Root, and get 30% off. All right. Our guest is here. Cheryl Chumley, a Washington Times online opinion editor, host of the Bold and Blunt podcast and author of Lockdown, the socialist plan to take away your freedom. And we're here to talk about some of her more recent columns at the Washington Times. Cheryl Chumley, welcome. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Wayne. It's great to be with you. What is this uh, lockdown? What is the what is your book lockdown about? Is that about the actual lockdowns or it's about future lockdowns or that's just a play on words? It's both. It was about the lockdowns that we suffered and looking ahead, and more importantly, how the left wants to continue those lockdowns. Instead of just using health fears, they want to use climate change Climate fears. change, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I've yep. talked about this on the show. They have one in Australia, and they have a city in England that are both doing climate change lockdowns. And it is scary stuff where they're telling you you can yep. only go three blocks from your house, so you have to have special permission, and uh, and they, they check your... Uh, I guess they check some sort of a pass or a permit and they have a giant, you know, thing, an arm that comes down and blocks your car. And it only lifts up if you have the right permit and otherwise you can't drive more than three blocks or five blocks from your house. I, it's just, it's all big brother. It's all terrible stuff, isn't it? it? Yeah. And it's coming. And, you know, if I hear one more person say, well, this is America, that will never happen here. I'm going to explode because look at what happened for over two years under the coronavirus. Yeah. And not much has changed. There are still way too many sheep out there wearing face masks in cars by themselves for some odd reason. Well, you, being that you're the Washington Times online opinion editor, I don't even know the answer to this question. Do you live in Washington, D.C. or near Washington, or you're somewhere far away? I live near northern Virginia, so I uh, see both D.C. and Virginia. All right, so when you drive into Washington, are, there, are people all still all wearing masks there at this late stage in this moment in time? Not all, but enough. It's crazy. A lot. I don't yeah. understand why anyone's wearing face masks. I know the whole thing is ridiculous. Every you know anybody with a brain knows that the the germ that represents COVID or any other flu is is literally a thousand times smaller than the holes in the face mask. So it's the most ridiculous thing in the world. It protects you against nothing. And believe it or not, even though Vegas has never been a big face mask place, very different than the East Coast uh, or California, you know I'd say still to this day, like ten fifteen percent of the people in the hotels when I walk around have face masks on. Almost all of them are Asian by by the way. So I mean I guess they're they're Asian tourists and Asians just live their whole lives with face masks on. It's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, and there's too many people in America who want that same Asian type of culture brought here complete with face masks nonstop, 100% of the time, especially anytime flu season or any type of sickness rolls around. And it's ridiculous, and you nailed it. You said anybody with a brain. Well, that's the problem. You know, too many people today are just conditioned to do whatever the government says 
And if you argue or present an opposing viewpoint, they're ready to shut you down. They're the sheep, and they're the ones who are killing American freedom. Well, you know what the irony is? You know, the reason, as far as I could tell, the reason that Asians all wear face masks is because in China, the pollution is so bad you can see it. And you can see you're breathing in disgusting, you know, uh, polluted air. And so they wear face masks to protect themselves from getting lung cancer. But the irony is that liberals want an open border to let millions and millions of new people move into America. And eventually, you know, you and I both know, Cheryl, I've seen all the studies. I'm sure you have, too. The whole world wants to, if they could, move here. Everybody would like to move to America. There's six billion people that would like to come here. Certainly one billion of them or half billion of them could come here in the next 10 years if we leave the borders open so our country will suddenly instead of having 300 million people might have a billion people and our country will have filthy air and our country will be polluted beyond belief and everyone will have to wear masks just like china so that's the irony liberals want open borders what does open borders lead to overpopulation and massive pollution yeah but when when do you, have you ever known a liberal to draw links right logical links they live solely by emotion and they're driven just by the will of government. And they want everybody to fall in line and non-questioning, non-thinking. And just as you point out, it's not that difficult to point to the ridiculousness of what they advocate for because it just shows that they're going to achieve the opposite of what they say they want. And yet, when do you ever know liberals, Democrats, leftists uh, to be able to see the folly of their ways? Well, yeah, I mean, the best example, I think, is that I was let back on Twitter. I don't know if you know this, but I, I was reinstated to Twitter about a month ago. And, oh, yes. and Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> but you know what's interesting? I'm being shadow banned now as bad as I've ever been shadow banned anywhere. I, I mean, I have 130,000 fans on Twitter or followers, whatever they call it. And when I write something, like 20 people see it and like one comments. So it's massive shadow banning. So I gave a speech the other day, Cheryl, in Las Vegas uh, for the Republican women of Las Vegas. And I had 100 people in the audience, um, almost all women. And they all wanted to join. They were like, are you on Twitter? Oh, we'd love to join your Twitter page. And I said, great. Just go to at Wayne Root at Twitter. And they all got on their phones right in front of me. And every one of them said, I can't find you. So I said, that's not possible. So I go, I walk up to them and I walked up to one of the ladies and I said, show me your phone. Let me have it. And I put at Wayne Root. I was on Twitter, right? She was on Twitter. So I'm, I'm there at Wayne Root and like 12 things come up that are fake Wayne Root accounts and Wayne Rooney, the famous soccer player. Nothing comes up at Wayne Root. So I'm on Twitter, but I'm being shadow banned. So nobody can find me. Nobody can join me. Nobody can hear what I have to say. It's incredible. I don't know what Elon Musk obviously doesn't know this going on at his own site, but he's got thousands of employees, and, and they're all still ex-FBI, ex-CIA scumbags, obviously. So it's really quite amazing how liberals want no, they have no tolerance for free speech or anybody else's opinion, and they want us all to be silenced. Yeah, and it's funny, too, because they say that they're the party or they represent the people of tolerance, that they welcome all views, they embrace differing viewpoints and so forth. And we know that from time after time of that hypocrisy being showcased, that that is so untrue. And the problem is they can't stand any type of opposing viewpoint because their own viewpoints are not based on logic, sound science, fact. It's all about emotion and government will and so forth. And so they crumble in the face of any type of countering viewpoint. Oh, no, no, no question. And I, you know, here's, here's a funny example. So I put out like last night, I think, or yesterday afternoon, I put out a tweet 
Um, and again, I told you almost nobody can find me, but it seems kind of interesting because liberals, when they want to, can find me on Twitter. So I put out a tweet <laughs> about a 25-year-old gal yeah, from the trolls. Pit- find a way right (laughs) yeah 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 i I put out a tweet about a 25 year old gal from pittsburgh pennsylvania who ran vaccine clinics to give out the covid vaccine and she died of a heart attack (laughs) and you know the responses were all liberals to me like what what's the matter with you only unvaccinated people are dying you don't know what you're talking about and then quite a few of them said you don't know that she was vaxxed She's 25 years old and she owns vaccine clinics. You're asking me if she's vaxxed or not? That could, she had a heart attack at the age of 25, like everybody else who's vaccinated is having. And you have to, you have to wonder whether she's vaccinated, even though she owns vaccine clinics. I mean, it just shows you what kind of mental midgets these people are. It's amazing. Yeah, and, you know, you raise a good point, though, the idea that if you bring up any countering viewpoint still to this day about COVID, the the vaccines, which, of course, aren't vaccines, they're shots, the boosters, face masks, social distancing, all the bull crap that we had to put up with for so many years that we now know, based on truthful data, was totally misguided and deceptive. If you bring that point up to this day, you're still attacked by those on the left, and even as The CDC itself is admitting that some of their findings, some of their science was wrong. And the FDA is admitting itself that what the big pharma companies were reporting in terms of the safety and efficacy of their shots is wrong. You still have leftists out there arguing. Yeah, well, don't forget their argument would be that you don't know they're vaccinated. You know why I don't know they're vaccinated for sure? Because you don't want me to ask the parents of the dead girl or the husband of the dead girl, was she vaccinated? But you wanted to, you wanted proof from me if I was vaccinated all day long, 24 hours a day. If I walked into a gym, a theater, a bar, a nightclub, a restaurant, a sporting event, a retail store, you wanted proof in Northeast cities that I was vaccinated. But God forbid I should bring up a person who's dead of a heart attack at the age of 25. Can you imagine the nerve if I were to ask, were they vaccinated? Oh, my God. Wayne Root's a horrible person. It's so insane. Cheryl, don't go away. Let's grab you for another segment. Can you hang on? I sure can. We'll grab you on the other side of the break. Cheryl Chumley, Washington Times online opinion editor, host of the Bold and Blunt podcast, author of Lockdown, the socialist plan to take away your freedom. By the way, it's not a plan. It's it's happening. It, it's the real thing. It's the real McCoy. They're trying to take away our freedoms and our wealth and our ability to, they want to control every aspect of your life. We'll be right back. Wayne Allyn War. All right, Wayne Allyn Root, the Root, the Root, the Root's on fire. By the way, uh... All my fans, uh, they all email me, WayneRoot at gmail.com. They're constantly emailing me stories about people who unexpectedly dropped dead, died suddenly, died unexpectedly. Oh, God, I got about 20 of them today. 18-year-old athlete in Canada, college basketball player, dies unexpectedly. Theo Gibbs, 18 years old, died suddenly in his sleep at his family's Regina home on December 30th. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, baseball player. I'm looking at a picture. He's a catcher. Here he is in his catcher's outfit. Gibbs began his baseball career at the Saskatchewan Premier Baseball League's Regina White Sox before going to the Martin Sports Academy and the Regina Red Sox Academy, played collegiate baseball, blah, 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 died in his sleep at his parents' home. I mean, come on, folks. Have you ever heard of this in your entire life? It's it's mind-numbing how many people are dying suddenly. Truly Beyond belief. Let me mention the uh, the sponsor of this segment of the show, uh, Engineered Tax Services, otherwise known as ETS. If you own a small or medium-sized business, you can't possibly 
be in a position to pay more taxes than you owe? What if you could actually save a ton of money? What if you're paying too much in taxes and we could dramatically reduce it? We being ETS, Engineered Tax Services. What if they could help you keep more of your own money? What ETS does is help regular businesses like yours, mom and pop businesses, retail stores, any sort of a small business or medium-sized business. They work with your accountant and they obtain the types of advanced, complex tax credits that usually only go to billion-dollar multinational corporations. ETS is the leading tax expert in America for decades, and uh, their attorneys, engineers, and scientists have done this literally millions of times. They've performed these tax services for small businesses like yours, and they've saved regular businesses like yours billions of dollars by working directly with your accountant. You don't fire your CPA. Call Engineer Tax Services today to get a free no-cost analysis, 800-236-6519, 800-236-6519, or visit engineeredtaxservices.com. Com. All right, we're back with Cheryl Chumley, Washington Times online opinion editor, host of the Bold and the Blunt podcast, author of Lockdown. Uh, Cheryl, I, you know, I don't know if in Virginia, in Washington, I assume it's the same everywhere. There's just a lot of people dropping dead suddenly, and most of them are young. You can't believe it. I've never seen it before in my life. In Vegas, in the last week, quite a few people died suddenly, including business owners, including employees of casinos, and most importantly, a 16-year-old and an 18-year-old in high school both dropped dead of heart attacks. Never heard of that in my life. Yeah, and what about that? Uh, the I can't remember his name um, because I'm not a huge NFL fan. But yeah, Demar Hamlin. Right? Demar Hamlin of the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, I mean, you know, you even ask questions about that, and the left wants to shut you down. But look, we really need to dig down into the data of uh, what's taking place with all these shots and boosters. And I think there's a big cover-up going, not just by the pharmaceuticals, but by the politicians, especially the ones who are pushing the mandates and so forth. And I think it's going to be something akin to Agent Orange or the anthrax shot that was uh, pushed on the military years ago in the the 1990s. I think we're going to wait 10, 15 years, and we're going to find out all these devastations due to the shots, and there's going to be little accountability in the end. Yes, Cheryl, there's only one thing I can correct you on. You're not waiting 10 or 15 years. It's happening right now. There's going to be so many deaths in the next year. This year, 2023, the deaths are exploding. The die-off is accelerating, and and I have guests on my show literally every single day, doctors and uh, people who are math experts who study uh, numbers, actuary-type people for insurance companies, and they're all saying that deaths are the highest in the history of the United States and in the history of the world, and they're almost all working-age people between the ages of, like, 18 and 65. They're all dying because they were all made, mandated to get the vaccine if they worked for somebody in the year 2021 because of Joe Biden, and uh, it's a disaster developing in front of our eyes, literally a medical catastrophe. So you're not going to wait 10 or 15 years. You're going to know this year. People see so many people dying and it's only going to accelerate that I think it's going to be all people talk about. What happens when a second, a third, and a fourth NFL player drops dead on the field? You know, I mean, it's only one so far and he's lucky he's alive because he should have been dead, but he had the best medical personnel in the world standing on the sidelines, right? Other than that, Damar Hamlin would be dead now too, but he had great medical people there. Uh, If you're not playing for the NFL, and you drop dead, you know, your heart stops while playing tennis or golf. There's nobody that gets to you within one minute to save your life. It's going to be a whole different story. 
Yeah, and let's not forget the military and how the military was forced to take these shots. And there have been, and I've done interviews with people who track the data in the military and the complaints and so forth uh, regarding health issues. They had massive hikes, massive increases in complaints about health-related issues, coincidentally on the heels of these shot mandates. Thankfully, the military now does not mandate the shots any longer. But what about all those military members who are suffering right now or will suffer in the years to come? You know, um, there's a show on Liddell uh, with... um Oh, God, I can't remember her first name. Uh, Emerald. Emerald Robinson. She yeah, used to be yeah, the White House correspondent. Yeah. She's been on my show a few times. She's got a show in Liddell. I've got a show in Liddell. And uh, she had a guest today who's a female, 23-year-old military, uh, active-duty military, forced to get the vaccines, took two vaccines, and she's 23 years old. She's had two heart attacks. It's not normal. Nobody's ever seen 23-year-olds having two heart attacks. She was a healthy girl, and now her life is completely ruined, and nobody in the military cares. It's going on every day, Cheryl. Believe me, we're going to see this year an explosion that will make everybody talk about this 24 hours a day. Cheryl Chumley, Washington Times online opinion editor, author of Lockdown, The Socialist Plan to Take Away Your Freedom. Cheryl, Happy New Year. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you, Wayne. All right, Wayne Allyn will be right back. Lindell, come, uh, Lindell TV coming up right now. Uh, just go to frankspeech.com, press on Lindell TV too, and I'm there. Moms are amazing at tracking down hard-to-find items. Library books, socks, you name it. But sometimes help is welcomed. Care.com makes it easy to find babysitters near you. Sitters with the experience and skills your family needs, like after-school pickup and homework help. You just post a job for qualified sitters to apply. And since all Care.com caregivers are background checked, you can feel confident about interviewing and hiring. To get the child care help you need, sign up now at Care.com. The climate crisis demands urgent action. That's why at Panasonic, we're deepening our commitment to sustainability and working to reduce our carbon emissions to net zero by 2030 by creating next-gen battery storage, leveraging renewable energy, and driving EV solutions, all with a vision for a greener, more equitable future. Achieving net zero is just the beginning. Panasonic Green Impact. You're doing business in an app-driven, multi-cloud world. You want to build and run your apps on your choice of clouds, and you need to manage all those clouds as easily as one. With VMware cross-cloud services, you've got options. That's because VMware delivers the multi-cloud choice, security, and control you need to accelerate innovation, deliver great apps, and drive business forward. VMware, the smarter way to cloud. Learn more at VMware.com. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home Internet. It's the real home Internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of Ookla Speed Test Intelligence Data Q3 2022 in Cox serviceable areas. Learn more at Cox.com Internet. All right, Wayne Alaroo, through, 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 it's on fire. Welcome to the show. Wayne Alaroo, raw and unfiltered on uh, USA Radio, hour number two and uh, hour number one here on Lindell TV. We join you on Monday. Monday is a big day. Why? Because I'm the world's biggest Dallas Cowboy fan. And right after the show, my Dallas Cowboys taking on Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. What a game. Playoff game. For, I believe the first playoff game in the history of football on a Monday night. Monday Night Football Playoffs, what a great pick 
the most popular team in America, the Dallas Cowboys, America's team, against the most popular player in the history of football, Tom Brady. Maybe, almost certainly his last game, not for football, but his last game in a Tampa Bay uniform if they lose. Uh, rumored now he's moving on to other NFL teams, and my Las Vegas Raiders appear to be wanting him badly. Uh, maybe after tonight, if Dak Prescott has another game like last week, the Dallas Cowboys will want him too. But in any case, big football game after the game tonight for those of you who are NFL inclined and Dallas Cowboy inclined or Tom Brady inclined. Uh, my Pillow is the sponsor of this segment of the show. I'm a huge My Pillow fan because Mike Lindell is the owner of My Pillow, and my argument in life is give your money to the good guys and and stop giving your money to the bad guys. Starve them and make them go bankrupt so that they can't support Democrat causes anymore. Mike Lindell's one of the good guys with the white hats. The FBI was after him. The FBI surrounded him. They grabbed his phone. They didn't like the fact that he talks about election fraud because they know that the election was stolen, and they're the ones who probably helped steal it. So they're out to screw over everybody who says the election was stolen. It's terrible what's happened to our country. Is this really America anymore? Unbelievable. But Mike Lindell owns a company called MyPillow. They've got all the best bedding products in the world. Go to MyPillow.com and use the promo code ROOT for Wayne Allen Root, R-O-O-T, and you will get the best deals and the biggest discounts that they've got anywhere in their entire system. Whatever it is on every product, you get it applied when you put ROOT. So, uh, or you could call 800-632-9437, my own unique phone number for my pillow, 800-632-9437, promo code ROOT or MyPillow.com, promo code ROOT to get the best deals. All right. Uh, you know that, uh, you know, look, other than the stolen election and the communist takeover of the United States and the open borders, there's no bigger story for me, probably the biggest story time-wise, probably, you know, 15 minutes of every one-hour show are dedicated to the COVID vaccine killing machine. It's not even a vaccine. We all know that it's a jab. It's, it's not vaccine, it's obscene. We all know it's a killing machine. We all know it's doing such damage to America and to the world and to the immune systems around the world. And we know that it's a massive cover-up and it's a scam. And it's some sort of a depopulation and get-rich-quick event. And uh, I just wanted to read you a few headlines that are coming out all over the world and all over the United States. COVID vaccines are obviously dangerous and should be halted immediately, says senior Swedish doctors. Uh, This is uh, five senior Swedish doctors who, in collaboration with Dr. Johan Edebedo, a researcher in digitalization and human rights, are raising the alert about the COVID vaccines, which they describe as dangerous. They say there should be an immediate halt to the masked vaccine program pending thorough investigations of the true incidents and severity of adverse events. I don't even need to read through the rest of this. You know how true that is. Uh, The FDC and the CDC vaccine experts now claim they are outraged at government and Moderna for hiding key data about updated booster effectiveness. Uh, That was just one aspect of what came out in the last few days, that there's problems with the Moderna vaccine, and they're outraged at uh, government and Moderna for hiding key data. And then we've got the same story about Pfizer. CDC has now agreed to investigate the link between Pfizer's mRNA COVID vaccines and strokes. What a surprise! The only thing is, they're investigating strokes in people age 65 and older after they take the vaccine. 
Folks, I've got so many stories to read you today of young people and, and young college athletes and infants who get vaccinated and immediately die of a heart attack. They should be investigating not just strokes, but heart attacks in people under the age of 35, not just over the age of 65. It's once again a cover-up. It's three-card Monty. They're trying to get your eyes over here when in reality the truth is over here. It's that everybody is having heart attacks. I don't care if you're in your teens, 20s, 30s. 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, or 80s, everyone is dropping dead of heart attacks from the COVID vaccine, and they're trying to make you look at 65-year-olds with strokes. The VAERS list, a vaccine adverse event reporting system, shows that a two-year-old New Hampshire girl died within 24 hours after getting the COVID vaccine. Can you, can you just imagine the parents, or can you imagine this little girl who's two years old, and, and I have four kids, uh, my kids are 30, 22, um, 18, and 14, about to be 15. And, and I, I, first of all, as a parent, I can't imagine a child dying. Thank God. I don't want to ever know it. I don't want to ever experience that. It goes against the natural thing of life, right? The parent is supposed to die before the child, not the child before the parent. But the idea of a two-year-old dying, you know, I, I think back to when my kids were two. And uh, when they're two, they're not crawling anymore. They're walking, they're speaking, they call you daddy and mommy, and they've got shining in their eyes and they love life. And to think of you as the parent giving them the shot, giving the permission for the medical professional standing in line at CVS and saying to your child, it's okay, they're going to give you a lollipop. Mommy and daddy want you to have this shot. It'll protect you. It's good for you. And then your child is dead. The guilt that the parents must feel. And if they don't feel it, they're morons because your child's dead because you had him get a COVID vaccine and you didn't do the research. You didn't listen to the Wayne Alaroot show. Uh, there shows two-year-old New Hampshire girl died within 24 hours. Uh, she received a Moderna mRNA uh, injection with, along with a regular flu shot at the same time on December 15th. And she died the next day on December 16th of last year. Wow. New Hampshire permits COVID-19 injections for children six months of age and up. Folks, it's child abuse and it's murder. And it's beyond belief that a little baby is gone. Can you imagine? She was so excited at two years old. They know about Christmas. And she died nine days short of Christmas. She never got to see her first real Christmas because obviously... When you're, you know, one or younger, you don't understand anything. But two, understands Christmas and the sparkle in her eye is gone and she's buried in the ground. Unbelievable. Uh, here's a Vegas story. And I think I mentioned it last week, but if I didn't, uh, it was on Channel 8 CBS News in Las Vegas, how a woman died. Uh, she died at the gym um, and she went into cardiac arrest at the gym and died one day later. And she was 46 years old, an attractive blonde lady, 46 years old, looked like she had plenty of life and looked like she was totally healthy. And her friend said she was always healthy, never anything wrong, never a single sign. And they're in shock and they can't believe she dropped dead at the gym. And uh, a local woman is sharing the story of her friend who died suddenly from cardiac arrest, one of several who has suffered the same fate in Las Vegas during the past week. They're actually saying this in the news now, that several people dropped dead in the last week in Las Vegas. And they haven't even put a cardiologist on. And he even talked about issues relating to the COVID-19 vaccine. We did see incidents. It was a little higher than the vaccine. But again, this was self-limited, he says. 
Um, doctors make up every excuse in the book with high-class intellectual verbiage that they get from medical school to try and fool you into, into uh, you know, not realizing that the COVID vaccine is killing people. And so it, it, all he has to use is plain language and say, we need to investigate this vaccine and we should stop the vaccine program immediately. Uh, 18-year-old athlete in Canada dies unexpectedly. Uh, he's a baseball catcher, and he dies unexpectedly. I'm looking at his picture. 18-year-old rugby league star of the future dies suddenly in England. Uh, it's starting to get ridiculous. It's so common now to see young people dropping dead at the age of 18 and 19 and 20 and 25. Otherwise healthy people, but once they get vaccinated, they die. Uh, it's really amazing. And this is a guy, let's see if I can find his name uh, in the column. Tributes are pouring in for the tragic sudden death of Logan Holgate at the age of 18, who was promoted as the star of the future of rugby in England, and now he's dead. Uh, You're just speechless that this could be happening so often, so often that people just drop dead in the middle of a conversation, drop dead in the middle of a walk, drop dead at the gym, drop dead in their in their beds at night. When you wake up in the morning, your son is dead. Here's heartbreak as man dies suddenly and unexpectedly, sudden collapse at a London gym. Heartbreaking news from London. Paralytic, paramedics unable to save the life of a gym user who died suddenly. This is happening every second of every day. It is a... This is a pandemic. COVID was never the pandemic. This was. This is a pandemic. Here's a, here's a young lady named Carolina. Uh, Carolina is a 23-year-old athlete, patriot, and Christian who joined the Army National Guard, had to get vaccinated, and suffered two heart attacks. First, a terrible asthma attack, and then two heart attacks, all after being vaccinated. And now all her doctors say it's a vaccine injury, and her life will never be the same. Never. All right, we'll be back. Wayne Alaroo, more on Lindell TV, as well as USA Radio. Remember, it's not just it's not just a death sentence. Uh, you can email me, WayneRoot at gmail.com, and I've got plenty of ideas, and I've got plenty of links to holistic doctors who tell you how to mitigate the side effects of the COVID vaccine. So it's not something to get depressed over, and it's not a fate to complete. WayneRoot at gmail.com. WayneRoot at gmail.com. Glad to send it to you. All right, Wayne Alaroon, hopefully that's better. We had a lighting issue, and the moment the show started, I saw it, but I couldn't get to it. But I got to it, so hopefully we've now got everything straightened out. All the lights are on, all the lights are straight, all the lights are aimed in the right place, and uh, and we have a lot to say, so hopefully it looks good while we're saying it. So I was talking, uh, this is Wayne Root, by the way, Wayne Alaroon, otherwise known as War, the Root, the Root, the Root, is on fire, Lindell TV. If you're listening on USA Radio, and you'd like to watch, just go to frankspeech.com, frankspeech.com, and just press on Lindell, click on Lindell TV 2, and I'm on live every day at 7 o'clock Eastern, 4 Pacific, and we'll have a new announcement to make about my show on Lindell TV 1 as well. Uh, we're moving to a new time on Lindell TV 1 as well as the TV time on Lindell 2. We'll know that towards the end of the week. I was talking about this gal, Carolina, a vaccine-injured 23-year-old, uh, athlete, patriot, and Christian who wanted to help her nation, and she joined the Army National Guard. In order to serve, she took the COVID-19 vaccine. You talk about killing a 2-year-old. What about killing a 23-year-old who, who loves her country? Her life's been permanently altered after two doses 
of the Moderna vaccine. Caroline had two heart attacks and a mini stroke, and she suffers from multiple other ailments and complications because of the vaccine. And now TRICARE, the military medical system, is not paying her medical bills, and she stands to face more than $35,000 in medical debt on top of the tens of thousands in treatment and travel costs that will be required to get her the proper medical care to eventually maybe recover. And so she's got a GoFundMe page, um, and she's trying to raise money. And uh, her name is Carolina Stancic, S-T-A-N-C-I-K. If you could find your way to uh, to give her a donation, uh, kind of a New Year's uh, positive, give her a donation, Carolina Stancic, at GoFundMe. Help Carolina, a vaccine-injured 23-year-old. And the doctors are now admitting it's vaccine-related. Here is a fire captain and a dad of three found dead in his bed at the fire station hours after responding to a fire alarm. A 46-year-old Washington State fire captain found dead in his bunk hours after responding to a call. Charles Chad Cate responding to a fire call. And uh, when he got back to the station, everyone went to sleep. But Kete did not wake up in the morning. His passing was completely unexpected. Once again, died suddenly. This epidemic of died suddenly. And if people say to me, Wayne, you don't know that he was vaccinated, let me say two things. First of all, I, I keep telling you about this avalanche of died suddenly and died unexpectedly. And almost all of it is heart attacks and a few stragglers or blood clots and strokes. Uh, and also turbo cancer. People who had cancer, it went away, it was in remission, they got vaccinated, and three weeks later they have turbo cancer all over their body. It's called turbo because it's, it's exploded in their body. It's supercharged. So we've got uh, giant increases in all of that. But all firemen and policemen and, and other government employees had to get vaccinated. So we not only probably know, we almost 100% know when a policeman or fireman drops dead that it's because they were vaccinated. We know they were vaccinated. And we know they're all dying of heart attacks. So stop telling me I don't know. Fit and healthy Nelson man, 26, full of love, died after sudden chest pains at home. Nikwash Saeed has been described, had been described as a breath of fresh air that anyone who knew him. 26 years old. With a God-given ability to bring a smile to anyone's face. He had severe chest pains out of the blue. He went upstairs to rest. He called down his brother, said, take me to the hospital. His brother said, okay, let's go right now. He stood up and he killed over and died on the spot. Have you ever heard of 26-year-olds and 23-year-olds and 25-year-olds it, dying of heart attacks or having massive heart attacks and strokes? It's unheard of in my lifetime. And it's happening every day, thousands of times a day. So while I could say right here, I can't tell you every one of them was vaccinated, nor can I tell you it absolutely came from the vaccine. In every single case, I could tell you the mortality rates are the highest in history throughout the United States. You ask any life insurance company, things are very, very bad, very bad. And there's a reason for it. It only started the high death rate since the introduction of the vaccine. Put two and two together. All right, VRA is the sponsor of this segment of the show, Vertical Research Advisory. For more than 30 years, Kip Herridge has been a leader in the financial industry, taking seven companies public, raising hundreds of millions of dollars for great American companies. I've known Kip for 20 years. I gave a speech for him in the very early 2000s, and we became best of friends ever since. And I've seen his incredible results firsthand. He is the Nostradamus 
of Wall Street. He's got a crystal ball. He's beaten the market 16 out of the 19 years of his newsletter, and he's beaten it badly. He's beaten it like, uh, you know, beaten the, the eggs. He's also a proud fifth-generation red pill Texan. He's an amazing guy. VRA's his Global Investment and Economic Newsletter, and he wants you to have it for free for two weeks. VRAinsider.com. 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 The globalists at their own game. I want you to control your financial future and protect your hard-earned wealth with a, with a bulletproof and private Nevada LLC. Doesn't matter where you live, you could be in all the other 49 states. A Nevada LLC works for you. Nevada's where I live and choose to do business, and you should too. I'm no dummy. NCH, Nevada Corporate Headquarters, is giving away copies of their latest book, The Nevada Edge, for free. This book is packed with information and strategies to start your business, protect your assets, and keep you safe from lawsuits and the government's prying eyes. Visit NevadaWar.com for your free book, Nevada War for Wayne Allen Root. Just they came up with that site just for my fans. And get your free book today. What do you have to lose? What do you have to risk? What do you have to spend? Nothing. Zero. Nada. With over 30 years in business and rated five stars with more than 14,000 reviews, uh, NCH, Nevada Corporate Headquarters, has helped tens of thousands of Americans start a business and protect their assets, and they can help you too. Visit NevadaWar.com. Get your free book, The Nevada Edge. NevadaWar.com. It's free. What are you waiting for? All right, my guest is here. I promised you a great interview. His name is Edward Dowd. Uh, I've had him as a guest on my national radio show many times. He's the former portfolio manager at BlackRock. He oversees a $14 billion portfolio. He's currently a founding partner with Finance Technologies. He's the author of the new book, Cause Unknown, The Epidemic of Sudden Deaths. That's what I talk about all the time, sudden deaths. In 2021 and 2022, his website is They Lied, People Died. We got it for you, Ed Dowd. Ed, how are you? Good to be here. Thanks for having me on again, Wayne. All right, so your new book is called Cause Unknown, The Epidemic of Sudden Deaths in 2021 and 2022, and the foreword was written by Robert F. Kennedy Jr. You know, I'm a big Republican conservative, lifetime. I can't stand the Kennedys, and I'll tell you how bad this epidemic of vaccine deaths is. I love Robert F. Kennedy Jr. I think he's the greatest. It's the first time I've ever liked a Kennedy, because he is so honest and so correct about this vaccine disaster going on. Tell us how you got Robert F. Kennedy Jr. to write the foreword for your book. Um, I was uh, pitched the book in August of 2022 by Gavin DeBecker, who's friends with Bobby Kennedy. And uh, they uh, wanted a book that came at it from a different perspective that had examined all-cause mortality. And, of course, we talk about sudden athletic deaths because that's what led me on my journey initially was hearing about sudden athletic deaths and anecdotes of people in my close circle. So I started this discovery and this journey in 2021 when the vaccines first came out, I was very suspicious. And obviously I've collected with my partners and other uh, volunteers a host of data that suggests this is the biggest biomedical scam and fraud we've seen in the history of the globe. It's bad, it's really bad. You know, my personal story, I was married last November and since that wedding, which is just about a year and a couple of months, about 48 people, I believe it's up to 48, I don't have it in front of me, who I know personally are either dead or massive injuries. 
and all of them are but one is vaccinated. Does that not tell you there's something very bad going on in the United States of America? How could one person know that many people personally that are in my Rolodex who have been injured or, or dead and almost every single one of them is vaccinated? And among all my unvaccinated friends, pretty much everybody's healthy as could be. Something's going on, Ed, don't you think? Uh, Wayne, you and I were both suspicious of this from the get-go. I remember hearing from you before I knew you that you were on this. And you have what we call discernment. You see things with your own eyes, and you extrapolate into uh, what you think is going on. And sure enough, when you look at the metadata, which I've done, you're dead spot on. And as far as I'm concerned, it's the vaccine until other, another explanation comes along. And there's no denying it at this point, and it gets worse and worse and worse. Today, I'd like to talk about the disability data numbers that came out, uh, announced with the non-farm payroll. But, you know, we can talk about that do in a little it. bit. All right. Well, No, do it. Do it right now. Let's hear. I'm, I'm very yeah, interested. So, yeah. so, so this is, this is U- U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics. They put it out every month. Uh, it's, it's along with the uh, unemployment numbers and the employment numbers. And uh, today, November uh, ticked up ab- above, uh, no, December ticked up above November by about 100, a little over 100K. The high was in September at 33.2 million. It's about 32.9 million today. And here's the problem. Uh, the trend is still your friend. The trend should, if this, if this was going to abate, the trend should be going down, and the trend looks like it's continuing up and to the right. These numbers are devastating, and uh, my team and I have de- determined that of the 3.2 million people that have been disabled since February of 21, 1.7 million of them are being employed. So that should not be happening. 1.7 million, and we're finding that excess mortality in the U.S. Uh, link if you link that relationship to disabilities, it looks like disabilities are coming in at four to one. So that that would suggest about five hundred thousand deaths linked to the vaccine. We think so. We're gonna we're gonna continue to work on this on these numbers, and we're working on uh, other ways to correlate this. But right now, it looks like five hundred k died from the vaccines. That's an estimate, uh, and then we do have one point seven million employed people that uh, have. Uh, call it 2 million, have been disabled. And and we're probably low on the estimate of those who, who've been killed. That, that's a conservative number. I believe you're being very, very fair and very low. Uh, my estimate, and again, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a statistician, but I've studied this like no one in the world except maybe you and my buddy Steve Kirsch, right? And I'm telling you, I believe the deaths are between 500,000 and a million. They're in that range, and I don't know whether a million is a little too high or not, but they're right in that range. But... You know, between the deaths and the injuries and what you just quoted, the disabilities, my biggest worry, Ed, is society is going to break down. There's going to be nobody to be policemen and firemen. Just this week, do you know three policemen died, all young, in one week, in a four-day period in Massachusetts, three 40-year-old policemen died. Something's really wrong. So who's going to be our policemen? Who's going to be our border guards? Who's going to be our prison guards? Who's going to be our paramedics, our nurses, our doctors, our pilots, our soldiers, when one by one they're all dying or becoming disabled from the vaccine? Is that not a worry of yours that society could literally break down? Wayne, you're dead spot on. And I've been talking in other podcasts and shows about the economic long-term implications and I don't want to scare people, but it's a glacial Mad Max scenario because 
if my numbers are correct, we just took out about uh, um, two and a half million people out of, out of the workforce through deaths and disabilities, and I'm probably on the low side. The employed population of this country is 100 million. So these numbers are starting to add up, and they're causing a slowdown in goods and services, help wanted signs everywhere, supply chain breaks. Uh, I'm hearing anecdotes, like you said, about first responders. I'm hearing anecdotes from doctors who've come into my social media to tell me that there's a uh, shortage of radiologists. So if you get an MRI or CAT scan, good luck getting a diagnosis anytime soon. This is the slow, methodical breakdown of a civil society. Now, I don't want to be doom and gloom, and I hope I'm wrong, but I have been talking about this, and I think it's going on. Yeah, you and I both agree on the money. you got a bullseye. Your book's a bullseye. Last thing, we got about a minute left. I want to just delve into one name. Uh, NFL, Buffalo Bills, DeMar Hamlin, who was injured with the whole nation watching on Monday Night Football in a very key NFL game, probably one of the biggest audiences ever, and he literally died on that field, but he's alive, thank God. He seems to be making a comeback, but they had to bring him back to life. He came so close to dying. Uh, I, look, I believe... It's no coincidence with all this happening and everybody in the Buffalo Bills being vaccinated and they demand boosters. Uh, it seems to me it certainly contributed. I would think you could argue it contributed the COVID vaccine to what we saw in that field. Am I, am I being too strong? No, you're not. But I, I, I've taken the stance of not commenting on individual cases, but looking at the metadata. And the metadata suggests this. There's a study that we cite in my book called the Lausanne Study. Uh, it is a study that spanned 38 years, and they found 1,101 sudden athletic deaths over um, uh 38-year period. That's 29 a, a year. In my book, I have hundreds and hundreds of such cases. We'd be lucky to have a month with just 29 since 2021. So this unfortunate incident on Monday night has definitely sparked a national conversation, and I find it curious that we uh, had to have everyone's vaccination status to enter work go to a concert, go to a gym, go to a restaurant, go to college. But now, all of a sudden, you're a scumbag if you ask for someone's vaccination status. I find that curious. <clears throat> Meaning after this poor gentleman is injured and almost dies, that, that, if that, I want to ask, was he vaccinated? No, you can't ask that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And by the way, I'll mention the last thing as we say goodbye. Moments ago, as we record this interview, I live in Las Vegas. A high school football player in Las Vegas playing football drop dead moments ago and i'm just telling you these are not coincidence never heard anything like this i played high school football i've never seen anything like this in my life these are very strange things with all the athletes just suddenly dying in their teens and 20s and 30s and retired football players in their 30s and 40s who are bragging online on twitter that they got their vaccine today two weeks later they die suddenly 